Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? You are now tuned in to the America's Got Talent Champions After Show. On the show, we have sand art, we have card tricks, and we also have a special guest, Brian Justin Crum, coming up. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Literally a beautiful voice. I know. It just stops you in your tracks. And this one's for you. Wow. What's up, After Buzzers? We are here again live on another episode of the America's Got Talent Champions After Show. And as you can hear and see, <laughs> we have the amazing Brian Justin Crum. Hi. With us today. Yay. How are you? We're so happy to have you. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So um, we're going to be talking with Justin the whole, I'm sorry, Brian. My apologies. It happens all the <laughs> Brian, time. Brian the whole show. Um, but before we dive in, we want to go into... Um, um, this recent episode that we watched and Brian feel free to add your input um, totally. and then it's all about you <laughs> <laughs> so okay this episode that we just finished watching was from season 13 episode 29 entitled the champion five and what an ironic title because we have tie five top picks for you this sure episode yeah. um, so I'll start it off um, well let me just say my favorite of this episode was Shin Lin literally mm. amazing the magic card tricks all of that blew me away like I've seen it before but this was like a whole nother level how did you feel about it or Brian have you seen cool magic acts be- trick card I mean, acts before Shin Lim, he is incredible he yes. is in a class of his own I I don't really I never get too excited about them because I'm like whatever it's magic and everyone's <laughs> everyone who does magic is magic blah 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 right but he I can't figure him out I can't yeah. figure out how he does yeah. it it's yeah. like we've seen we were just con- complaining about it the past couple episodes like I feel like we see the same trick just done a same like a different way every totally. time but this was really unique other than Heidi levitating uh, this was like definitely one of my favorite magic tricks and I feel like tonight was just the most competitive night mm-hmm. overall like Everyone was amazing, so I'm excited to get into the rest of our list. Definitely, but of Ooh. course, he had to be number one. Um, mm-hmm. Before I go into my number two, what was yours? Hmm. I really liked uh, Attraction. So Attraction was, it, it, it was more than just modern, like, dance. They would actually, um, I guess it's called shadow dancing. I was say, it's the mm-hmm. shadow dance group, right? right? Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You're, you're aware of them. Oh, totally. So yeah, I yeah. thought it was beautiful. It was touching. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we have the golden buzzer pick, which we'll get into later. But it was just so, it was really moving, and I've never seen anything like it. So that was definitely my top five. Yeah, they're, they were really good, and I liked the story behind it. Mm-hmm. I kind of got, like, an American dream kind of feel from it, like, mm-hmm. with the Statue of Liberty and um, the flag and, like, the, the bald eagle. Like, it was mm-hmm. a really, like, moving um, 
act. I thought it was really cool. And it's just amazing what people can do with their bodies. Like, I've never seen that before, just images, like, on a screen, you know? Yeah. I've um, actually performed with them out, like, in life since uh-huh. the show. And it's really cool. It's just, like, the what they're doing behind, it's all just, like, layered within depth. And that's how they get, like, the sizing of the shadows wow. and everything. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting seeing what's, like, going on on the other side yeah. of the curtain. Wow. I'd like to see how does it... How do they come up with the concept, and then how do they practice it? Do they have someone standing in the back, like, that doesn't look like a mountain. Like, how do you <laughs> practice that? <laughs> yes, I'm sure they do, actually. I'm sure they have a bunch of people. Yeah, that, it was really cool. Um, it was unfortunate that they didn't make it to the final round. Know. But that leads to my next favorite act, um, San, the sand art lady. Her name was Sanaya Simonova. Mm-hmm. Um, she was amazing. Literally, we were like talking about it as we were watching. We were like, if she doesn't make it to the finals, it's an issue because it was just a complete different kind of artwork that I've mm-hmm. ever seen before. Like, think about how technical you have to be to sprinkle it, like, mm-hmm. you know, to get up the perfect face or I don't know, perfect image of a wa- water or something like that. Like, it was amazing. What did you guys think or do you remember she's her? So, she's super cool. I, I, mm-hmm. I met her obviously through this whole process and she's so like intense and stoic um (laughs) she like like, what a cool talent to have yeah I remember years ago when when her uh, like her audition Mm -hmm. from um what is it which which one was she on she was Ukraine Ukraine Yeah. 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 yeah I remember seeing it and it's very emotional mm-hmm. it's like brings you to tears it's yeah. really beautiful and she's just like messing around with some sand <laughs> you know? I love it it's kind of like when you go to the beach and you see the people on the side with the sand art and the the they do more than just castles like I just love seeing that and then for her she told a story mm-hmm. and her timing was impeccable like to be able to do that to be able to control the sand in a way yeah it was really cool I was I was touched which I was, is rare right <laughs> and clearly she touched um Terry because he gave her the golden buzzer mm-hmm. which is amazing and she truly deserved it I I mean we were gonna talk about the the two finalists but we've already put them out there um yeah. I was I was highly um, I really agreed with the choices that were made. The previous episodes, I were kind of, I was kind of like, mm, I kind of see what Shay. you guys, right? Shay. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but on this episode, like each person that won truly deserved it, and I'm super excited to see what happens next week in the finals. I'll, to, I'll just tell you. I'll no, don't tell me. All the spoiler alerts right now. Just and of course, <laughs> Brian will be in the finals also, so I that's will. exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, were there any other um, acts that you would consider in the top five category? I think we have to talk about Constantino Consin- 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 mm-hmm. uh, from Australia. <laughs> I keep wanting really? to say Constantino. <laughs> yes, I... I we were both talking, and it was just kind of like, how do you practice that? I think this is the other question for the night, is how does one practice all these different things? He timed it perfectly, and I kind of want to know, like, when he seemed to be freaking out, was that legit freaking out? Was he still confident? Like, well, I don't know. I was on the edge of my seat. They are really freaking out, I can tell <laughs> really? you. Okay. 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 They are really? Okay. They really freaking out. We weren't sure. We, yeah, we had this talk about his performance. Um, if some of you guys don't remember, he was the escape artist, and he was on the big wheel, and, like, the arrows were getting thrown at him, fire, fire. all of that. And we were thinking, like, is this real? Like, does the, does the, um, I don't know, what is it? Bow and arrow? What is that thing called? The arrows? You know Let's what I mean. <laughs> Let's go with that. When he unlocks it, it's like, 
I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, he has a time that once he unlocks it, then it goes. Like, it's not that much pressure that it will automatically hit you. But I don't know if you're seeing that this Mm-mm. is really real, then. I can tell you, I was backstage for one of the uh, Danger Acts before, mm-hmm. and they were freaking out and one of them came off stage and like that was really the first time we had like run it for real for real and we were because you know you get a certain amount of rehearsal time for everyone Mm -hmm. no matter what you're doing and I've seen it where like some of the dangerous acts actually get less time because we Mm -hmm. run out of time or whatever they're it's real deal they're throwing knives at each other they're that's crazy, but see, stuff's on fire. That yeah. makes me just like think back on like I don't know the execs over the show in production. Like, what kind of approvals do you get? You to- got to sign away saying <laughs> you won't sue say. if you die. And, well, clearly at this point, that's wow. Well, that shut me up. It was real <laughs> because yeah. the whole time I was like, "This can't be real. This is not true." <laughs> I mean, he did keep saying, "Come on," and I was like. Is that is is he just trying to hype us up, or is he really like I'm not sure if this is going to work? Right. But now I know. Do you imagine? Do you remember um, that one season where he she misfired and shot the arrow into his shoulder? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was very real. Yeah. That was wow. very real. That's insane. Like I don't know. I commend like all of those acts, the, the escape artists, mm-hmm. um, just anything with fire and whatever. I yeah. commend them because <laughs> it was like a couple of episodes too back where it was like a couple and like they did this for a living and you know he was saying like I live every day worried that I could possibly kill my wife. I'm like, how do you? Like, how do you? Why? Why? Like, literally, maybe that's the question. Else. Like, exactly. pick up a new hobby. Pick up a new hobby. That was literally my debate the whole, that whole episode. I can't remember which one, but, um, yeah, yeah but that wasn't actually in my top five, but okay. it was a great act. Um, also, who was in my top five was Sons of Ser- Serendip. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They were beautiful. Um, I just... I don't know. To me, I wrote in my notes, they were like a classical boy band. Like, it was, I liked them because they were unique. It wasn't just like Mm -hmm. your typical rap group or R&B group. It was like people who are actually talented and gifted with musical instruments. And then we have this amazing vocalist all wrapped in one. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. So they definitely made it into my um, top five. How do you feel about it? Or how do you feel about um, that group? I didn't see their performance this time, but I have seen them before. They're so wonderful mm-hmm. and the lead singer I actually met him when I was doing my season he, mm-hmm. they, they came in to do like a little guest spot and uh, he was just so kind and, and warm with me and mm-hmm. so that's always like uh, you get a check in my book if like right. you're really talented and you're also really nice mm-hmm. to be around and a good human because that's like the most important yeah, yeah. definitely they seem super humble which I think is like you said that's just you're already a winner in my book your, the, your humility um, but I just feel like between them and I wanted to bring up Jackie Ivanko. I was going to bring her up too. I want them to like score some films. I think that it's just like, I wanted to, and not in a bad way, but I just felt like I was in another world. Like mm-hmm. it was, she it was something touching. from Phantom of the Opera, right? Um, yes. Yeah. It, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. I was going to get on her, but now we can talk about her now. Um, She was the runner-up of season five. She started, when she was on America's Got Talent, she was only 10 years old. And then she came back, now she's 18. And I thought she was amazing. I wish she could have made it to the finals. Um, But her whole performance was just so, like, angelic. Like, from her outfit to the flowers, the scenery, and then, of course, her voice. Like, she was amazing. Um, How did you, well, you just shared how you felt. 
Did you get a chance to see her during? The, I saw um, a couple clips um, mm-hmm. before, and she sounded great. I'm interested to know what you guys. I know how I feel about it. How do you? How are you guys feeling about this setup for the show? Like how like the voting is working, and like mm. the only two people going through. Mm-hmm. Are you guys like enjoying watching this kind of unfold, um, or are you annoyed? Kind of. Be real. Yeah. I want the real tea. Kind of. Yeah. I'm kind of annoyed at how there's not much of a variety um, within this champion um, competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we have, there's a lot of magic acts. Um, there's a lot of... There's a lot of singers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of singers. I think it could have been a little more diverse, but I guess I can also go back to just like asking, reaching out if people want to come back. Some people may have denied, so it's yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. this is what happens. Um, as far as voting goes for, you know, to make it to the finals, I think sometimes it's some people's chances are stolen because they have to get America's vote because you see it like the judges, they're super excited. Like we pray and hope that, you know, America mm-hmm. chooses you and then someone else gets it and you're just like, okay. But it's not I'm, really, it doesn't feel like America, right? right. It's not because, live. Yeah, it's not live. So mm-hmm. people aren't really getting the opportunity to vote mm-hmm. live. Yeah. It's kind of a select number of people mm-hmm. that are there, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, like, I've been, like, looking on my social media. Uh-huh. People seem pissed. People <laughs> seem, they're, they're hyped that they can't, like, be a part of this. Yeah. yeah. I think wow. that makes a difference in the experience, too. It's it's kind of, you feel, I don't know if defeated is the right word, but it, it it's not fun to watch a show and, and feel like you can't really affect the results in any way. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. loved a performance. Say you love Tape Face. You can't do nothing about it. I didn't love tape face. Last I week like, I was confused. By this tape was face. the example. This is the example. But what's so funny is I thought about tape face when I was saying there's some people who make it to the next round and they don't deserve it. He didn't make it to the next round, but I that did. was in my mind. Like, what if he would have made it? Like, I would have kind of been mad. Like, he's not champion. A butt, Look, a heel, he's not champion worthy. But I mean, you know, it, it would have been cool to kind of let the people choose and let the people's choices rise to the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting to see what the results would have been if it would have been live. But yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. You know, they they put together this group of people with, like, what they thought mm-hmm. would, you know, be interesting for, for people to see. And it's kind of like an experiment mm-hmm. for them. They haven't done this before. So I think, you know, moving forward, I think they're definitely doing their homework on, like, mm-hmm. what's working, what isn't working. Yeah. You know, if we do this again, what would we do differently? Mm-hmm. So I think it's, you know, it's an interesting process for yeah. all. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Wow, okay, I'm definitely going to look this up. <laughs> May have some news for you guys next week. Well, I know last works. week Megan kind of took us through and kind of gave us, like, the surface level, but it would be good to find out, like, what was the criteria and who they chose. And mm-hmm. I know what, what they cho- they use super fans, but what does that really mean? Yeah. So like, I don't think they use super fans to pick who was getting to come to the show. Okay. I, I mean, think like, what they yeah. went off of was... Um, you know, people who had really special moments mm-hmm. on the show and were like favorites mm-hmm. from their seasons. Um, but the super fans are, you know, people that were selected from online mm-hmm. and brought into the mm-hmm. show and they were kept in like a very separate area. It was like Fort Knox. Like no <laughs> one was allowed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, but do you have anything else that you want to discuss about this episode? Or? I actually have like a question for you because you talked about. You talked about, like, them reaching out. So what was that process like 
having them reach out to you? Did they send out a, a mass email to all of the champions, like all the participants? <laughs> like, did they how, take us through that no, process? No, there's never a mass email that is sent <laughs> on AGT. Um, they called me actually a long time ago. Okay. I, I got my first call back in May. And they were kind of like just testing the water, seeing if this would be something that I'd be interested in. Um, and it was a really long process. And, you know, like we're people who have lives. Right. And sometimes <laughs> I think in television, people forget that like we have planning to do mm-hmm, and yeah. lives and things. And so it was a long journey of when did we film October? May to October. So there was conversations like, what would you want to do? Mm-hmm. How would you want to do it? What kind of story would you want to tell? Um, okay, so, so that that's cool. They do give you that opportunity to like explain your acts before you go on. Yeah, there's definitely like a... Uh, it's a collaborative effort, mm-hmm. but they definitely have opinions on what they want and are, you know, strong in those opinions. <laughs> for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. Thank you for answering that. We I I don't I don't know about you, but I'm ready to just dive on in into (laughs) Brian. But before, um, we want to just go ahead and show our appreciation to our fans and we want to continue to give you updates on how you can see us, um, listen to us. Um, Princess, do you want to go ahead and give more information on that? Absolutely. So we just wanted to say thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us in all that we do. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Keep enjoying, guys. Um, So, okay. Brian. Yes. I'm ready for all of the tea. So you were season 11, Mm. fourth place. You literally won the hearts of America because of your your background and your story. How did it feel coming back now to be a part of the champions? It was really exciting for me. I, uh, it was a no brainer. Mm -hmm. You know, when they asked me to do the show, I was like, of course, there's always, you know, there's no platform like AGT, Mm -hmm. the, the eyeballs that you get, um, so I wanted to come in, and I, I come from the land of musical theater. I did shows on Broadway, mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to kind of bring that flavor to the stage yeah. this time. You know, I felt like my performances on the show last time were, you know, were very epic and mm-hmm. heavy, and and that is definitely a part of who I am. There is that mm-hmm. in me, but um, I wanted to show, like, the lighter, more lovey side. I'm in love and I wanted to like yes, bring that to <laughs> Yes, I wanted to bring that to uh the show. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree and you can see that even from last night's episode like you saw like your growth from, you know, when you first became on the show because going back to like someone somebody to love creep in the air, man in the mirror, those were all like heavy songs that mm-hmm. you can tell meant something emotionally to you so to see you from there and then last week's episode was just like wow like he's owning who he is now and he's just like growing and just ready to take the next steps in his career so that's what I got of it thank you (laughs) I don't think there's there's no way to really fully prepare yourself for what this experience is like Mm -hmm. um, except for doing it right so coming back you know I had the, the, the experience of doing the show before in my belt and so a lot of those nerves were gone a lot mm-hmm. of like the second guessing of myself 
were gone and my worth in being there, mm-hmm. a lot of that was done. I was just going to, like, able to have fun and enjoy it and own the experience yeah. in a different way. Yeah, definitely. That's really cool. I think that's one of the things that we talk about is seeing that artist growth. And even when you have some of the younger kids, we're just excited to see them mature as artists. And do you have any any tips if you could talk to, like, we've had 12-year-olds and You've seen, we've had a lot of kids on the show. What would you tell them um, from your experience? Hard work is, like, key to everything. And, you know, I, I've, I've learned the lesson the hard way myself that, you know, you can't just rely on talent. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be training all the time. You have to have your hustle. Like, whatever your hustle is around making this happen for yourself... No one's going to do it for you. Like, right. you have to do this. So what I what I tell kids is, like, study, work, train. This is your craft is your everything. So mm-hmm. the talent part usually comes easiest, and mm-hmm. then it's, like, all the other things. My boyfriend taught me that one. <laughs> Chilling in the back. <laughs> it's then, like, all of the other things that you kind of have to, like, find where they fit in the puzzle. And mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, that's my advice. So speaking of that, what is your preparation process? Like, even before, you know, America's Got Talent and Champions, how do you get in tune with yourself to help produce an amazing show? That's a good question. Um, It usually starts with daydreaming. Hmm. I'm listening to music, and I'm thinking about, like, visuals, and what would would I want to be wearing, what would I want to be doing, where would I want to be... so that's kind of usually where it starts for me. And, and I've just very recently started trusting my gut with mm-hmm. that stuff and going with my instincts. I just shot my music video for my single Circles, which will be out um, in a couple weeks, uh, two days ago. And it was so amazing to see my vision being actualized mm-hmm. and like everything that I had thought about in those daydreams and seeing them and seeing all these people that were there to support that vision. Um, it's really exciting. So that's kind of where I start. I start with just dreaming. Yeah. That's cool. That's One beautiful. of my favorite quotes is don't quit your daydream. I so love this is like the living like example don't of that. Don't quit it. It's a part of the job. It really is a part of the creative process. Daydreaming is a huge part of mm-hmm. creation. Yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that. I believe just, like, in general, just in life, it's, like, what you see, it's, like, the future of what could happen. So it's, like, making that come to life. And that's literally what you do with your music. Absolutely. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, pulling from life experience. If, Mm -hmm. If I'm in, like, a session, a writing session... It usually starts with me, like, whining about whatever's going on in life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my therapy session. Thank you for and, your honesty. Exactly. And then we, like, all start... I'm going to take my jacket off. I'm getting warm in here at After Buzz TV. Um, yeah, it's just... It's every kind of... Every part of this has its own process. So mm-hmm. my songwriting thing is always about, like, taking whatever moment that I'm in, whether I'm feeling love or feeling like angry or feeling yeah. hurt and and running with that and just using one of these and just like <laughs> writing it all down yeah what do you guys like are you guys in music at all what do you what's your spiel no well um i'm in television um i was study journalism in school so now i'm working in production and in news and then of course a part of after bus yeah so yeah i have aspirations of being a host and after bus is the perfect platform for me to you know pursue that so now i'm just here practicing and living it i love it <laughs> 
So cool. And then for me, it's kind of the daydream scenario. I went to school and I didn't think that I could do anything in front of the camera. It was my daydream, but I didn't think it could happen. So I took the production route. Um, and that is my day job. I'm a production coordinator, but I'm thankful that I've started to just step out and just try it. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, every time I've taken a step, there's been like, you know, the road has come up to meet me. So it's been a really cool journey and I'm happy to be here. And like I said, don't quit your daydream. Legit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard that before. Really? Yeah. I yeah. see it on like, you know, those wooden plaques that everyone's buying. I've yeah, seen yeah. it on one of those. So. That's so that jam. was beautiful. That means you're walking <laughs> in your purpose. <laughs> walking in your purpose. It's very true. It's like when you're starting to do things and following your daydreams and, and things start happening and actualizing, mm-hmm. it's just like a sign from the universe that like Definitely. you're on the right path, mm-hmm. you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and keep on doing it. Absolutely. It keeps me going even with my, you know, with the day job. It's like, okay. I can I can do I can do this now because yes. I have my daydreams. So, totally. yeah. so good. Yeah, Thank that's you. beautiful. So, um, okay, you mentioned that you did Broadway. Uh-huh. Um, would you ever go back to that, or yeah. how did you make that tr- transition to music from Broadway? Because clearly, that's where you like, you know, I guess developed your skills and learned that I can sing. Yeah. Um, so how did how did that transition come about, and would you ever go back? I would love to go back. Um, under the right circumstances, mm-hmm. of course. Um, I I did it my whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, I did my first Broadway show when I was barely 18. And it was this show that I did called We Will Rock You, which was all of the music of Queen mm-hmm. that I starred in on the U.S. national tour. And the show closed in L.A. And I'd always wanted to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. I'm from San Diego, but lived in New York for eight years. Mm-hmm. So when the show was closing here, I was like, this is... The sign from the universe. And I'm right. Sponsored. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I just like did it. I stayed and I ended up doing this show in a bar and it like, you know, everything just started coming to me. I felt yeah. like I made the right move. It all made sense. I started making YouTube videos mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, I want to focus on my music. I want to start like figuring out what I want to say. And musical theater, which is such an incredible art form you're always pretending to be somebody else right. and mm-hmm. singing songs as somebody else as and singing them how, you know, you're supposed to sing mm-hmm. them. And I got really bored with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, what do I sound like? Mm-hmm. What do I want to say? Um, so that I spent some time here in LA just kind of like discovering what that was. And that's when all of AGT happened. Um, just, I had been here for like a year and a half mm-hmm. when that all started. Um, so I would love to go back, you know. Um, I think more more now th- more now than ever, I'm like ready to get my toes wet in that world again mm-hmm. and and uh, revisit the Broadway stage. Yeah. So when you you were in New York for um, eight years and you came here and that was when you just had that revelation, like yeah, you know, it's time. So <laughs> was it kind of one of those like leap leap of faith where you came out like no job, like you know, it's typically people do coming to LA. Mm-hmm. I know you mentioned um, before AGT you were working in a car service, so like was that kind of a part of your journey or how did you get your I guess big ba- breakthrough? I know you auditioned, but like what made you build the courage to do it? Yeah, you know, I had a bunch of friends who. I was doing this Baz Luhrmann show. Baz Luhrmann's a director, and he did Romeo and Juliet and The Great Gatsby. And um, I made really good friends with Rumor Willis, who is Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's daughter. And she was doing Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. at the time. And I, so I was on set with her and watching all that go down. I was like, I kind of want to 
this seems kind of cool. Like, yeah. I could do something like this, like one mm-hmm. of these competition shows. And my friend Miguel um, worked on the show on AGT and was mm-hmm. like, you should come and audition for the show. Wow. So it all just fell into place, like, yeah. perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I was, I, I like, second-guessed it for a minute, but all in all, it was, like, a no-brainer. It made perfect sense and... Wow. Yeah. It's literally who you know in this business. Well, you know, and stepping out, too. I think there's something to be said about just taking that leap of faith, too. Saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of opportunities in life that are going to present themselves to you, Mm -hmm. but you have to say yes to them. You have to know what to say yes to and what to say no to, Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, find your way. That's really cool. I, I wanted to talk about something that you have coming up. You have a ballet tribute to Queen. So yes. can you tell us more about that? Because I'm excited. I love ballet and I love, and I love Queen. So <laughs> tell us about it. It's um, it's becoming something really magical that I didn't really know when when they asked me to be a part of it, what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a really rewarding experience. I love Queen's music, obviously, like mm-hmm. everyone does. <laughs> But I have a I have a specific history with it. I did that show We Will Rock You where I was singing all of their music. I used somebody to love as my audition song for the mm-hmm. show. So I just feel very like I have some kind of like ownership over it. it you know, like it feels like it's a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this came up and she told me that she wanted to mix the music of Queen with ballet, I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? That sounds crazy. And then when I listened to the music, you know, the the album is The Night at the Opera. And and I think Freddie's always had, always had like a love for the stage and for the Mm. opera and for the drama of it all. Mm. So when we started working around with it and playing with it, it made perfect sense. Um, So it's an immersive experience. There's going to be dance happening all around you these incredible ballet dancers and wow. I'm just going to be singing my face off. That is so okay. cool. Yeah, really beautiful dancers. Wow. Um, I think we're going to show a clip at some point um, of what we've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. That's so cool. Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? I did. What did you think about it? I... Oh, <laughs> Here comes the shade. That's nice. <laughs> I thought it was oh, nice. I thought okay. it was like the Disneyland version of Queen. Okay. okay. Which, like, everything has a place, right? Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was like the fairy tale story of Queen. Because I feel like the real story is a little grittier. They usually are. Really? That's usually the case. That's life. So. <laughs> Did you guys like it? I, I'm i a fan of Rami Malek, so to me there's like... Yeah, he's he can, wonderful. He can do no wrong. So, I mean, I thought... I, I think what you said is fair, yeah. you know, but... I personally haven't seen it, <laughs> but I will be tuned in now. <laughs> Check it out. Go see. Tweet me. Let me know what you thought. But yeah, it was it was cute for sure. That's good stuff. And then, what was rehearsal like? Working with you're, you're singing, and then you have the dancers. How? Please take us through that. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. So basically, like we haven't. It's all like a puzzle piece, right? So mm-hmm. I know kind of what I do on stage and how I live in that in that music. So it was kind of about figuring out how the two will make sense mm-hmm. together. So most of what they're doing happens in front of me. Um, and if you've ever seen Sia perform, she she does this, you know, she's always just like standing there and singing and then there's like this beautiful contemporary dance happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're down, they're like right below me for most of it, but there's moments where they're like up with me and through the band and through the audience. Um, so it's like a puzzle piece. Every mm-hmm. day we work on like one or two numbers that we have rehearsal mm-hmm. and play around and see what makes sense and like what's exciting and, you know, what gets us all like hot and, and into mm-hmm. it. 
Wow. Do you feel like you're back in that in that theater world, like you're back home? Like, do you have that feeling? Totally. And it's mm-hmm. nice because I feel like I have control a bit mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're just, when you're in a theater production as a performer, you don't really ever have a say in what happens. Mm-hmm. You have somebody telling you where to go, where to stand, how to say your lines, blah, 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 blah. But I feel very much like, you know, this is my baby mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, we're all like putting this together, you know? It's the way it should be. Yeah, right? <laughs> collaboration. I love it. I love it's all it. about collaboration. Especially in this industry. Yeah. We all got to work together mm-hmm. to create a great product. So totally. that's really cool. Yeah, it's fun. It. Um, and it's basically sold out. I think it's like, I think we have a few like standing room tickets left, but wow. it's sold out really fast. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. I know. I have a lot of fans that are like flying in from all over the country to come see it. So that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Look at you from Broadway <laughs> to AGT to now. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. It's a very exciting time. Yeah. For sure. So going back to AGT Champions, um, I'm curious to know what is it like sitting in that room? Um, watching everyone else perform like you see it a little briefly on camera where everyone is com- communicating is it a friendly atmosphere or is it kind totally. of like we're like yeah you're good but i'm good i have to win it no it's <laughs> totally friendly i haven't met anybody there ever i don't think that had like a salty attitude that's good that's everyone yeah i think if anything we bond over <laughs> except for him <laughs> my boyfriend had a salty attitude um we all kind of, like, bond over the fact that, like, we're sitting around for 12 hours a day. Like, right. we're, we're all grumpy at them. Wow, okay, we're so not it's grumpy 12 with each hours. Other. It's a long day. Every time we're on set. It's, like, we're, we're there at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. and then we film the show, whatever, you know, it starts at, like, 5 or 6, but mm-hmm. we're there till 11 p.m. It's, wow. like, really long, long days, and they're like, okay, just go sing now. Like, You're I've like, been, I've been sleeping. I've been sitting like... on the couch for five hours. What do you mean? Go sing. That's, wow. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys all the tea here. Please do. Please do. We need it. <laughs> and then um, even with that, um, how has your life just changed in general from after America's Got Talent? Like, I see, like, you're, you have a lot of gigs now and things are really growing, but as just far as, like, personal or just, like, within family or things like that, how has it changed? You know what? I don't think th- things have really changed on that front. My family is, you know, I'm still the little brother. I'm the baby mm-hmm. that everyone can, like, you know, push around. And, oh. <laughs> um, the The show hasn't really changed that side of my life. Mm -hmm. And what the show has really done for me is provided a recognizable name that Mm -hmm. people get excited about. You know, I'm still doing the show that I was doing, the shows that I was doing before and Mm -hmm. singing songs like I was singing before. I'm still doing Mm -hmm. me, what I was doing. Now just more people want to come out and see it, um, which is really amazing and super Mm -hmm. exciting that I can, you know, support myself just Mm -hmm. like touring and making music. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have a clip of your new music video. So do we want to get into that? Yeah, let's play a little clip of it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I've been my dude. I wish I could dance, man. Time. 
<laughs> so this is during the show? Or, you, or, or during, during the rehearsal? This is not a... We had like a full day on set for okay. this specifically, but all of this is choreographed for the show. Mm-hmm. This is the vibe of the show. This is, you know, what the show will be um, that wow. we were able to kind of capture in a music video. And it was kind of my love letter to this experience of AGT, the champions. Mm-hmm. You know, we picked the song to do and just, you know, obviously it's called Champions. And it's like, this is my little love letter to everybody who's been involved in this process with me. Um, it's It's been a, you know, crazy ride. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. It's on YouTube. I think we're going to link it for you guys. So mm-hmm. if you want to go check it out after this, um, yeah, you can watch the whole video. Wow. Well, we have really enjoyed you here with us. Thank this has you. been great. Thank for Thanks for all of the tea spilled from yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> and just your energy and everything is amazing. And I truly wish you the best of luck as you continue on Thank in you. your career. And hopefully we find out some good news later on with yes. AGT Champions. I and you guys all, it. you make sure you follow me at Brian Justin Crum. I'm going to have a new single out in two weeks, Circles. So stay tuned for lots of goodness. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And then do you have anything else that you want to promote or share? What what else could we look no, forward that's to? That's it. Yeah, check me out. Brian Justin Crumb on all platforms. Got it. Yeah. Well, um, that's our show, guys. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to the After Buzz after show <laughs> of America America's Got Talent Champions. Where can we find you on social media, Princess? I'm on Instagram at Love Always Princess. Great. And what's up guys? My name is Tyra Prue. You can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prue. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.